0: Welcome to episode 16 of the Moon Talk Streamcast. My name is A.G., and before we introduce our special guests, this is not a new segment of we're bringing on A.G.'s homies and just interviewing them. (laughs) My friends actually have some things going on, so until Matt comes back, we'll, we'll talk about all the FTX scandals, Twitter, and all that stuff. But wanted to introduce Max Chapman. To The building, what's going on, man?
1: What's the deal, man? How you doing?
0: Hey, doing well, doing well. Last time I saw you, uh, we were what four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> no comment, Chicago, <laughs> right, right, right. not because of me, man. I was all you, ah, man. You know what? I'll take the blame for that, I'll take the fall <laughs> for it, but it's good to have you in the studio. Um, I thought it was important to have you too, just like I had Christian last week, yeah we talk mainly about crypto and NFTs here and everything like that. But I think what you do is also very important yeah. from just like an investment standpoint, or if you just want to, if you just want to get fly sometimes, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, um, the last time I hung out with you, not before, not this past weekend, but in St. Patty's day realm or whatever, yeah, yeah. you're like, Hey G, when you gonna get a chain for me? I'm like, you know, I was like, it's coming up, it's coming up, right. it's coming up. So, um, I just wanted to give you the, the platform to talk about, Chapman Jewelry. I'm yeah. super excited. I'm I, I'm a buyer. Hold on one second. I'm a buyer. <laughs> Put ice you know what out. I'm saying. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> my man, my man hooked me up. But um, <laughs> happy to have you back in Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Um. I know. What? How long have you been in Chicago for? Man, almost like six years.
1: Six years. Yeah, yeah.
0: I know we say this every time, but it's a damn shame that we lived there at the same time and, and didn't didn't really get down with each other. I don't know. No, I, don't know I what think happened. it's better, man. You think it's better, man? Everything happens we might for a have reason. Burn the
1: city down. <laughs> based on these last couple you of right. weekends. You're right. You're
0: right. You're right. Um, operating out of Chicago though, and having Chapman jewelry here, how's that been going for you? I know that's, yeah, you've been coming back and forth a lot.
1: Yeah, man. It's definitely kind of stressful. Uh, it's almost like living a double life. You know, everybody in Chicago is pissed when I come to Detroit. Everybody in Detroit is pissed <laughs> when I'm in Chicago. Why is that? Man, it's like, everybody wants me here. You know, I got family here, friends here, I everything gotcha. like that. And then I got clients here. So it's always like, you know, somebody needs something. They want to see it in person or, you know, we need to meet. I'm in Chicago, and okay. Vice versa, so um, it's really good. My brother lives in Chicago. He actually lives like in the same building as me. Shout out, Arthur. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, shout out to the boss man. <laughs> so it's good. We can kind of play off of each other okay, and, uh, you know, kind of use each other as a resource whenever I'm in here, he's there. So you both co-owners or how, yeah. how does that work? Yeah. So during COVID, we both had our own jobs. So my brother was in the gaming industry. He used to work at Motor City, okay. uh, worked at, he was in Schenectady, New York, and then came back, he moved to Chicago, worked for a casino out there. Um, just with COVID, like it was obviously crazy being in a casino, like, you know, there's no windows in there, no ventilation. So oh, he yeah. really didn't feel comfortable. And uh, he just had his twins. Oh,
0: word, I didn't even think about
1: that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the casino, they don't care. They didn't shut anything down. And it was in Indiana, so they, like, they really didn't care. Right. right. So he kind of started talking to me. Me and him were kind of one foot in, one foot out. Um, He's always had, you know, a little bit more into it uh, than I have. He always had, like, a little more love for it or maybe was a little more comfortable with it. So he was just kind of in my ear about it, like, man, what if we just quit our jobs and really got into this full time? You're like, Word? Yeah, so it? but it was just kinda funny. Like at the same time, you know, I just kinda burnt out at work. Like I just couldn't do it anymore and I just really didn't care.
0: Real quick, what did you do
1: prior? So I went to uh I went to Purdue. I got like a major basically in like technical sales. So I got an industrial management degree. So Dude. I work for a uh, chemical company, like a specialty chemical company. Okay. So it was really cool from the perspective of I got to travel the world. I hadn't paid to fly in years, like damn near ever. Yeah. And, you know, I was living in Chicago. I was making good money. It was actually like a really good gig. Really nice. And it really wasn't that hard, to be totally honest with you. Yeah. Um, but it was a smaller company, so I really had the freedom to kind of learn as much as I wanted to. I had a lot of different roles. Um, so it was cool. I liked it. But I just kind of reached a point of like, man, I'm answering these emails and yeah. people blowing my phone up. and it Was, was travel of... fatigue part of it, too? Nah, no, not at okay. all. Like, it had, to be totally honest with you, had COVID not happened and they didn't stop the travel... Because my job went from me being on the road all the time whenever I wanted to. I made my own schedule. Yeah. Because, you know, some people that travel for work, they got to, like, the boss tells them when to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, for me, I'm like, are the Pistons playing in L.A. on Tuesday? I'm about to go out there on Tuesday. Oh, word. Okay. So it's like that. Bro. And I was, yeah, staying for the weekend, you know, flying back on their dime. So it really kind of (laughs) worked out for me. But with COVID. Send me the company name. (laughs) No, (laughs) (laughs) So but with COVID they stopped all that. So now my job goes from, you know, meeting in person, doing okay. all these dope trips. You know, it wasn't all good, but you know, it was what I made it. So yeah. it went from that to just okay, phone calls, conference calls, all that kind of stuff. Um and I actually just got a promotion to like start going abroad. So I did a Euro trip, I went to China. Oh
0: word. I still need to do
1: those. Man, no, it was, oh man, it was crazy. And it was, like I say, you know, it's different when you're traveling on their dime and they really, you know, laying it that out helps. for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I really, honestly, I had a, a great situation, but when the travel stopped, I kind of saw, like, you know, this isn't really worth the it. The writing like, on the wall. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, call it what you will, that all lined up perfectly. And then, um, yeah, I, I really had just been helping my friends out, you know, mm-hmm. people getting married and stuff, like, hey, bro, can you hook me up with a ring, that type of thing. So I really wasn't like super interested in it. It was always okay. something that was there, but it was also I knew that I wasn't going to work for somebody else for the rest of my life.
0: Right, right.
1: So which is what
0: I kind of preach all the time. Yeah. But
1: like everybody's got to have their own interest or something on the side for that sure. they're
0: they're interested in. It's not I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but another pandemic-ish situation yeah. could happen and take you completely out of your your comfort zone. Not
1: for real. I mean, I think you see a lot, that a lot more. Like, a lot of my friends, you know, people who really had corporate jobs, they're starting to take those side hustles and turn them into careers. Yeah. Or just, you know, people not making enough money, so they kind of hustling on the side. And hopefully it starts to trend more that way because I feel like people just get a lot more uh, gratification out of their work and, yeah. you know, it becomes oh, yeah. more than just work. Even if it, it doesn't work out because, yeah. like, I had contract year and ended up, like, going
0: through some legal troubles my yeah. second time doing it. But it taught me some – other aspects Definitely. of business and ownership and things like that too. And it was dope, man. You yeah, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. But we'll we'll see what happens. The <laughs> I need some legal advice. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I can't help you there. I can point you in the right direction.
0: Um, talk about first being introduced into you know, obviously it's your, your your family's company, but yeah. like what made. Aside from the pandemic, was there like a light bulb that went off? Like, okay, I'm going to do this full time, and I actually do enjoy this. Yeah. Or was it more so like trial and error? Let me see how this works. I can always go back to the chemical company. Right. Like, what was your mindset?
1: I think like a little bit of success goes a long way. So once I started to, you know, to be honest, I kind of just stopped working. Like I was still employed, (laughs) but I was like, you know, I wake up in the morning. Yeah, and I, I really, you know, a lot of it too. My uncle at the time was like pretty sick. COVID was going on, so the shop was kinda closed a lot of the days or you know, was really reduced. Yeah. Um, so I actually just was trying to build a website for them just as like a gift. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, y'all don't have a website, I don't have dope. an Instagram page, you know, it's no way for you to even tell everybody like the shop is closed today in a an efficient way. Right. So I was more so just trying to, you know, do my part, help my uncles out, help my dad out. And when we launched the website, the reaction to that was just kinda huge. Like Really? Yeah. Okay. It was People we knew, but a lot of people that we didn't know. So, you know, you're just getting random sales from the other side of the country. It's like, damn, man, this is like it's something here. So we kinda Sweet. started okay. Yeah, so we started kinda getting into that. And then at the same time, you know, some of our uh capability or I'd say my capability started to kinda change, you know. So between my first ring and my third ring, I'm getting way better. I'm doing a lot better job. I'm getting mm-hmm. better prices. I'm you know, just doing a giving a better product really. And that's when I kind of started thinking, like, damn, you know, it really could be something here. Like, I, I kind of like this. It's like, I don't know, it's a very intimate experience. Yeah, working on somebody's engagement ring or something, and you know, motherfuckers start crying. If, I don't know, my bad I can cuss. <laughs> yeah, you can cuss. Somebody start crying when they. Uh, <laughs> right. Somebody start crying when they uh, see the ring, or you know, you see the video yeah, of a yeah. dude giving his girl the ring, and she's yeah. crying. That's a different experience than me selling like a batch of chemicals to somebody. No, for sure. And, you know, and it's still not being enough for my boss. So. And you probably get like a dope note after or, oh, yeah. or something, some sort of man involvement there. And that's kind of the other side of it too, you know, you see all these people coming into the shop. People that've been on my family for 30, 40 years. Explaining to me like, yeah, man, your uncle sold me my first ring. You know, yeah, like, oh, I'm that's a, crazy. I'm on my third wife. He sold me all three. <laughs> you know, so it's just kind of, it's a different like relationship you get to build. Yeah, and I think that really drew me in was like how special it was to everybody else. You know, no, that's, that's super dope, man.
0: Yeah. Like when I came down and sat with you, I think the coolest part was like you broke down like the origins of the entire thing. Like I brought my mom to, which we still yeah. got to talk about. She's like, hey, <laughs> "Holla at uh, Max for me when we get back." I know she no, was kind of bullshitting, but no, low key, I <laughs> got,
1: uh, I got a. Drill with me man because I was oh like, you do
0: yeah 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 so all right cool okay we'll, yeah. talk about we'll that. talk about it after yeah, yeah. but um when we sat down with you and, and essentially had a con- consultation I was like man I didn't even know this about your family like yeah. that was that was dope can you talk about like the origins of Chapman jewelry and yeah. how how everything got kicked off
1: yeah so uh my grandfather was definitely like the patriarch of our family so uh he had three siblings and then he had six children so He came up here from Mississippi during, like, the Great Migration and everything, and he drove a bus. But he was also just a serial entrepreneur, so. Oh, sweet, yeah. You know, they just, like, I think maybe it was just the times, but, you know, he had, like, a bowling alley with his buddies at one point. They had a record store. He just really was, like. That would be so dope. you just wake up, like, yo, let's let's do whatever. Man, we we hear these (laughs) stories. Not that he did that, but, like. nah, but we hear these stories really about, like, okay, he wasn't really trying to make a dope business with a bowling alley, He just wanted a place to go drink with his buddies and and we own it. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, you know, but, you know, he was definitely just that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And he took care of a lot of people. And it's crazy because he used to drive the bus in the morning. So he had the first route down Jefferson. And he would drive the bus in the morning and then the shop would open at like noon. Right when he would get off, he would go get lunch and then go to the shop. So the shop really started as like a one-stop shop kind of thing. Like, you could go in there and get anything, electronics, records, jewelry, of course. Um, But he was really trying to just give something back to, he just realized there was kind of a void, like, where they were living. Right. For black people to go and, like, get what they needed at, Mm -hmm. like, a reasonable price and, you know, people that they like. So he started doing that, and eventually that kind of turned into, okay, he wanted to make sure he gave something to his sons because he didn't want them to have to do what he did. Right. So... At one point, we had three different shops. We had a shop downtown, we had a shop on the east side, and then the shop, the current shop on the west side. All jewelry shops? or No, so the okay. first two were, one was a record store, one was the kind of, like, one-stop shop. It was, like, a lot more electronics, appliances okay. and stuff. Um, so the jewelry really came in with the west side shop. So that's the one that we still have today. Um, and my Uncle Mike, that was his shop, and he really ran everything over there. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I don't know if it was off of, like, Maybe he liked jewelry the most, or he saw the most opportunity with jewelry. Most paper, probably. Yeah, but <laughs> so the jewelry really kind of took off, though, because my grandfather, like I said, was a bus driver, so he won the bid to supply all the retirement watches to the city of Detroit. Oh, wow. Yeah, so apparently... That's a hell of a win right there. Yeah, no, it was definitely crazy, and I guess he had, you know, somewhat of a relationship with Comey Young, again, just being like dudes in black bottom, like, you know, playing cards and yeah, drinking yeah. and whatever, you know, so... Uh, it's kind of cool. It was like a lot of handshake type of thing, um, but that kind of evolved into a whole other thing of just like you know Chapman's Jewelry being a vendor for the city, um, supplying a lot of different stuff like a lot of different jewelry and watches to the city. Yeah. Um, and so now, you know, unfortunately, two of my uncles passed away. So now, yeah, I'm that's sorry what, to hear about that. No, I appreciate it. It's been like a, so. My first uncle he passed away in 2014, and then my uncle Rick just passed away this summer, and that's kind of been like. You know, definitely some of our motivation is to, like, help out, help my Uncle Eric. Mm-hmm. My dad is pretty much retired at this point. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's it's cool. You know, we, like I said, we have been reading and, like, finding all these random articles. Um, and my granddad talking about, like, I wanted to give this to my sons. Maybe That's they'll really give it to man. their sons, yeah. Um, and yeah, I've, we just found this article. My dad getting interviewed by somebody, and he was talking about like, "Oh, I want to give my sons the opportunity." This is before this is in like '83. Yeah, he didn't even have sons yet, but he was saying like, "I want to have something that my sons have the options." Yeah, yeah. not really, and uh, yeah, so it's it's definitely cool to like see that kind of come to fruition. And see us kind of step into that role. Absolutely, like
0: that's exactly what I want to do. Yeah. Like I recently purchased a house with yeah. my sons or my daughters in mind. Like one day yeah, this yeah. is going to be theirs, so or they're they're not going to have to like do everything that we did. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So like I think that's super admirable of of your grandfather. Bro, honestly. it's
1: crazy too because so my cousin Mike, so it so like I said, it was four uh, four boys that my granddad had. My cousin Mike, he's in the shop every day. Yeah. I'm in the shop every day I'm here, and then my brother, you know, we all, the three of us are kind of, like, stepping in as, like, kind of the next generation, and I have a younger cousin, Marquez, who is, like, also stepping in with us. Okay. And it's very much, it's kind of eerie, you know, us doing stuff or, you know, just, like, being in that same place where I know that, like, the four of them, like, my uncles, the next the higher generation, we're doing the same thing we were, you know, and, like, you know, my uncle Eric is like, damn, man, y'all argue just, like you know, like, Art and Mike argue, you know what I'm saying? It's just, like, yeah, it's kind of, it's eerie, man, because we all very similar. Yeah,
0: man, yeah, man. Like like I was saying, the consultation we had, that was an experience, because I've been yeah. in jewelry shops before, and it's yeah. just, like, kind of just pick out what you want, and it's right. like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, you gave us a full rundown, and I'm like, this is how you know it's fake. You got to <laughs> you gotta check the weight on this. And I really appreciated that. So, yeah. like, for anybody listening, like, if you're trying to get into jewelry or, like, Figure out something you want to buy for your girl or engagement rings or whatever yeah. the case. I think you do a great job of just breaking the shit down and making yeah. like the math math for us. Because yeah, we're yeah. just like, yeah, that looks cool, but like I don't know anything about it. So like I appreciate that. How how did you like coming from the chemical company, obviously you've already always had kind of one foot in the, the jewelry business. Like yeah. was this like something that was taught to you or did you like put your nose in the books, like, okay, this is this is what I gotta do to contribute, <laughs> yeah. As well as I can.
1: It's funny I gotta you know shout out my mom. I'm I would say like the you know the Chapman men. I wouldn't say we all are uh, bookworms or anything like that. You know, that's, I don't think that's the compliment we're gonna get too often. So you know, shout out to my mom. I'm very much like her in the sense that I don't really feel comfortable doing anything unless I kind of do my due diligence on it, make sure I'm well versed in whatever I'm talking about. Yeah. I can, I do feel pretty confident In my sales skills I can kind of Talk my way through A lot of stuff But I don't want to Have to do that you Right know? It's right. much um, It comes across Much better And it's obvious When I actually know What I'm talking about So I actually went Back to school I got like a, a GIA certification And everything like that Which really just Takes oh, you through The X's and O's Of jewelry Fine jewelry um, Diamonds Everything like that Okay um, And then at the same time like, I'm still getting my MBA um, So that all kind of Helped man. me transition Grind it <laughs> <laughs> and do some of this homework for me, man. <laughs> You don't want that. <laughs>
0: you want to pass, right? No, that's a fact.
1: <laughs> no, nah, but it's, you know, it's, I just knew that I could speak to it from a, you yeah. know, I definitely went to Chapman's University and it's a lot of stuff that was passed down to me that I understand how to do because some of it is just like, okay, this is maybe how you're supposed to do it by the book, but this is really how it gets done in the jewelry industry. Okay. And you kind of have to find that right balance of how to do things the right way uh, versus maybe what a customer wants. Um, and every, you know, every customer doesn't want to know the ins and outs. Like you, like you said, that's really helpful for you. Yeah. Man, sometimes I get to talking to somebody and I'm kind of talking over their head and they're like, bro, I don't care. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it just depends on the person, but that's, you know, me as a salesperson, I got to know, you know, what do the people want? Yeah, absolutely. Cause for me, if I'm going
0: to make an investment, like I want to know, like, okay, like, if somebody has something similar to
1: me, can I tell if it's fake? Like,
0: right, right. <laughs> like I mean, like shit like that. You know, some people that just might come just in, be a me thing, but
1: nah, it's not just you. Some people though, they come in and they just want some ice. Yeah, and they I mean, see. It, I did too. They see it shining <laughs> and they're like, "Bro, why are you still talking? I'm ready to pay." <laughs> so it's like that's when I got to know. All right, just When I got to sign. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes the jewelry will sell itself, but hey, that's
0: a good. That's that's good though. Yeah, yeah. What's that's... the? Um, I guess the
1: craziest piece somebody asked for, or somebody purchase from Ooh. you man again i'll go back to engagement rings people like we sell jewelry and we know a lot about jewelry man we can do pretty much anything i'm not a fashion icon though yeah, yeah. so i you know some people come in You're and they are like You're getting there. Yeah. man one day one day <laughs> but people come in ask me like well does this look good am i supposed to do this and it's like look man this is for you and your wife like i especially your wife yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. But, man, I, I've definitely, I will say, I've had, like, one guy specifically came in, and he was trying to buy this ring. And it was more so, like, the interaction I had that was so weird. It wasn't really the jewelry. Yeah. But this guy was basically trying to buy a ring for a woman that he had never really interacted with. So okay. The, the, Tinder girl. Not nah, the chick was a, um, she was a waitress at a bar that he, like, frequents. Okay. And so he was. So he was, just
0: ordered the
1: <laughs> coffee from. So he had. <laughs> Basically, he had given her something, but it didn't get him a date.
0: Oh, so he was tricky. So he
1: came in and was trying to spend. He's like, "Look, man, I I gotta go like hard. Like last time, I spent like five hundred. I'm ready to spend like a good like seventy five hundred right now on this girl that he's never. So he
0: spent five hundred and wanted yes. to pop up to seventy five hundred.
1: Yes, because he was like, she didn't take me serious, and I'm. But I'm kind of hearing him talk about it like you, simp it, my guy. No, <laughs> it was. <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie, man. <laughs> I didn't I wouldn't sell it to him because I felt like I felt I like I was taking advantage of it. Much. Yeah. Which I don't know, man. A lot of people out there would have been like, who cares, man? You know, he wants it, yeah, sell it yeah, to him. Yeah. Maybe if he had a came back, but I damn really talked him out of it. Like, look, man.
0: You have some integrity.
1: Like- <laughs> Unfortunately I <laughs> I would love that uh, that profit, yeah. but you know, it was just like I just really felt so weird about it. Like Dang, it didn't make me, so me feel awkward, good. Bro. Yeah. yeah, Oh my god, that's different level of tricking. You haven't even met her, man. Nah. So I told him like, "Listen, bro, you already spent five hundred. Like, why don't you like come over here? You know, what I'm saying if you really want to buy something, don't go out and spend like seven grand on something, man. That's too much. Yeah, because that's." If she doesn't know who you are, man. Then, <laughs> it's so not you're a part time shrink too? Oh yeah. Oh man, relationship advice. Dude, come in, try to buy the ring. They like cancel. You gotta that. add that to the website. No, straight up. <laughs> Dudes come in for them uh, the ring consultations. Like, I don't know, man. She tripping right now. <laughs> oh my god, yo. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Like I said, man, it's a real intimate experience. It's a. Uh, but yeah, it's funny, definitely.
0: Something that I've always been curious about. Like, obviously, I'm single, but like. Yeah the whole like engagement process like you post your girl at a location do you bring the family blah 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 all this stuff what is like what do guys do? like do they bring their girl to you and she picks and then it's supposed to be
1: a surprise later or it depends do you see like across the board like yeah sometimes so I've had uh, we've had pretty much anything man and it's like you know we deal with a lot of different people, um, a lot of different ages, sexual orientations, like everything. So that's one thing you'll learn real true, quick. True, true. Like, yeah. I'm don't, just
0: assuming girl. And, yeah.
1: Don't, don't just assume that yeah. like, oh, the man is always going to buy the ring maybe or anything like that. So um, I would say typically though, Hopefully the girl knows that this is like on like coming down the pipe pretty soon. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I'm talking about the ring specifically. Like, yeah.
1: So I usually so first of all, the internet is our friend. Like, okay. Most of these women have a Pinterest. Women are different than men. Oh, yeah. You've never thought about what your wedding band is going to look like. No, never even or came my to your wedding. mind. Never thought about it. <laughs> you thought about the bachelor party made yeah, up the show, but that's about it. <laughs> most and women yeah exactly <laughs> most women not only they know what they what they want for a ring but their friends know what they want okay so i've had like dudes will bring the best friend in or the sister or the mom Got it. okay or like you know they'll show you the pinterest page like okay this is what she has um but i don't i mean i always try to tell the dude like some dudes come in and they're like this is what she wants but this is what i like and it's like bro this ring is not for you yeah, that's kind of weird. Get the ring that she wants. Yeah. Because when you come back in here in two months because she wants to upgrade to something different, that's on you. I tried to tell you. Yeah, but good for you. Yeah. No, I'm, look. <laughs> but again, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'll let you get
0: another ring. I'm
1: trying to take care of my people. Well, that's I'm true, like, that's Listen, true. man, don't uh, you don't have to come back in here three times. You know, we can get it right the first time. I mean, you might. Yeah. Regardless. Nah, for real. But I, n- I never had a, uh, which, you know, maybe this speaks to the ice we putting out. But, you know, I never had anybody get rejected on a on a ring or anything like that and try to bring it back. Hey, man, when Hooper comes to you at the Pistons game <laughs> with, his, with his diamond <laughs> checker or whatever,
0: nah, I'd be yeah. scared. <laughs> man, nah, no, Max did me.
1: Nah, not with ours. <laughs> no, nah, nah, we good. Nah, nah, we can't. good. No, nah, because straight up. But that's uh, it's funny, too, because, you know, you get some people come in and they're just like, all right, you know, we're going to get the small one now and then we're going to come back in a little while later and get the bigger one. Yeah. Um, or a lot of times people have long engagements. So, you know, I've sold rings to people. That's true. Three, four years ago, they come back and they ready to upgrade again, you know, before they even got married, so, Sheesh. yeah. Okay, well, before I let you go, yeah, yeah. is jewelry a good investment?
0: Because I've heard both ways, and it might be just part of the culture we're from, like right, right. icing out the whole bezel <laughs> right. or, or whatever. Like, yeah. if someone were to do that, or like we like I said, we talk about crypto, whatever. Just bought a house. You you own your own place. Yeah, is jewelry a solid investment moving forward?
1: You think? Yeah, it just depends on what it is. Like it's always a good idea to invest in uh, like fine metals are always a good investment. Yeah, uh, but it can't be like if the jewelry is a finished piece, it's not going to be as good of an investment as if it is like a like a like bullion or something like a gold bar, or like okay. a gold coin. Yep. Because those are just pure, those are like 99.99% yep. gold. That you can flip and uh, exactly. you can
0: utilize that however so you want. So you
1: could get like a spot price for that most of the time. And if you buy it today, nine times out of ten, is going to be higher when you're ready to sell it. So like if you bought like a you know a one-ounce coin and you just sat on that for a long time, then inevitably that one-ounce gold coin is going to be worth more, you know, 20, 30 okay. years down the line. But if you buy like a piece... A lot of times it's the labor you're paying for, not necessarily the jewelry. So got it. if you okay. bring something into me that I have to, you know, break down and pull apart and all that kind of stuff, then it's not, you know, I got to hope somebody comes in and likes that. You know, it's not really. Right. It's not. That's not an investment piece. Okay. Uh, but if you're trying to invest then in, yeah, I would talk about like, yeah. Like the gold solid bars, metals. Like and- bullion is like, you know, and you could do anything. You could do silver, platinum, gold, any of that. Okay. And just you can just sit on it and it'll it'll appreciate. Okay. Uh, As long as the world doesn't end or something. Yeah, which you never know. You never know, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Any future plans or anything you want to accomplish?
1: 2023, five-year plan. Where do you see the shop going forward? Yeah, man. I just, you know, I'm moving back. I believe my brother's going to move back. Hey. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to, you know, it's all about, I was just talking about this, man. Like the family, you know, the family will be stronger and the business will come with that. Like family first. And. We got a lot of different plans, a lot of stuff shaking, but I think once we all kind of get in the same room and are able, you know, you talk about us being in Chicago, that separation kind of limits us just because we're not together every day. Right. So when I'm here, I get a lot more accomplished. You know, I'm sitting next to my cousin. We talking about something and we can just do it that day. So you know we definitely want to uh, you know we got our site set. We want to move downtown eventually. Oh I sweet. think that would be dope. That'd be lit. Yeah. So I want to have multiple locations that do multiple things. You know we service a different type of customer base where we are now. So uh, we do a little bit of everything there. But you know if you, I would love to be downtown and just get to touch something different. You Absolutely. Know, that would be uh yeah that would be really dope because we were we were down there before. So we were right across you the street from the old back, Hudsons. Man. Nah for man. I'm telling you, man. We keep finding these old notes, just like you know, my granddad talking about, like, yeah, man, we going we coming back downtown. I'm like, man, this is that's sweet. You're finding those. That's crazy. Yeah, man. It's it's so weird. It's it's very uh, yeah. Because man, we just we all look alike. We talk alike. Absolutely. And it's just seeing like a picture, like damn, like that's super weird.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's that's dope. dope, man. Well, I'm super happy you came on today. Like, thanks for having me, I'm bro. I'm going to come back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Of course, you're my jeweler, bro. Hey. <laughs>
1: I'm honored, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm
0: sending the folks over to you. But um, before we get out of here, how can people get in touch with you the best way?
1: Yeah. Instagram is definitely the easiest way. Okay. We're at Chapman's Detroit on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash Chapman's Detroit. And then check our website. We got a lot of good sales going. Black Friday, we're going crazy. Hey. We're about to do a giveaway here soon. Give away some ice. Okay, uh, That's just chapmansjewelry.com. So, Sweet. Yeah, man. And of course, if you know me or you know anybody, you know you refer to anybody to me, man, you can reach out to me directly, man. I'm super accessible. Cool, man. man. We'll I'm get you it.
0: locked in. We'll get you locked in. Thanks yes, for coming, bro.
1: You the man, bro. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah, until next time. yeah.